This is EAI Minute, brought to you by GigaOM. I'm Byron Reese. Science fiction has a long history of showing us robots in various incarnations and manifestations. And there's sort of two different variables that are tweaked in the various stories. One is the naming of the robot in terms of how human-like it is or how robotic. And the other one is the voice and demeanor of the, of the robot as well. You can think of the universe of Star Wars, and you can think of C-3PO, which of course has a very robot-y name, but has a voice that is human and could, you know, is in fact played by a human. You have R2-D2, who is both robotic in its name as well as in its voice. You have Commander Data in Star Trek, who's a robot who sort of walks the middle of the line. He's got a name, Data, but of course it's not really a very human name. And he talks like a human, but there are variants to it. He doesn't use contractions, for instance. Other incarnations you think of, uh, Danger, Danger, Will Robinson, um, which sounds mechanical, as well as in Buck Rogers in the 25th century, mechanical voices used. These kind of various ways of handling it are driven by fiction because at the same time that we need to show that the robot is in fact a robot, but that has non-robotic characteristics, those various factors are emphasized. One wonders, however, how that's going to play out in the real world. Science fiction doesn't just predict the world, it often drives it. Clearly, Star Wars would be a different sort of film if C-3PO were named Herbert and R2-D2 were named Sam. It would just add a different tone to it. So one wonders, as we develop more and more robotic devices, how we're going to want to interact with them. I think it's certain that we're always going to want to know that we're dealing with a robot as opposed to a human. But how that is conveyed to us, I think is still up in the air.